0: I'm thankful that you took time today to pull up a seat. I hope these few minutes together help you follow Jesus better by deepening your relationship with Him and helping you live intentionally for Him every day. Hey, I hope you're doing well. We're currently in a series on the Holy Spirit. In the first episode of the series, We learned what the Old Testament and the New Testament can teach us about the person and work of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit gives us life and strengthens the believer to follow Jesus. In the second episode, we looked at the roles of the Holy Spirit. The simple Jeff Gardner understanding from Scripture is that the Holy Spirit helps us live a life that glorifies Jesus. I know that is simple. And some of you might think that takes a lot of the experience of the Holy Spirit off the table. But in reality, I have a tough time practicing what I clearly understand about the Holy Spirit, what I, cl- what I read in Scripture. So I, why do I get overly concerned about other things that can be interpreted a lot of different ways? I know my mindset is simple. So here's where we're at. In this episode, we'll look at how to experience the Holy Spirit. To clarify, I think we have the Holy Spirit from the point of our salvation experience based on the words of Jesus Christ. The Holy Spirit dwells with us. The Holy Spirit dwells inside of us. So we have the Holy Spirit. Our problem is is we need to know how to experience or stay connected to the Holy Spirit. Before we look at how to, let's look at some reasons that we don't experience the Holy Spirit. The first reason that we don't experience the Holy Spirit is because we like our comfort zone. We like things just the way they are. We don't want to change. We don't want change. We don't want to let go of our lifestyles. We're super comfortable with our sin. We've even justified it and are content to live right here in our comfort zone. And we're afraid that the Holy Spirit will make us leave our sin and stretch us and get us out of our comfort zone. When we trust the Holy Spirit and experience the Holy Spirit, He will convict us and call us to a new standard of living. We will have to change. But we don't want to change, so we don't experience the Holy Spirit. The second reason we don't experience the Holy Spirit is very similar to the first, because we don't put ourselves in situations where we need the Holy Spirit. A perfect example of this. We know we're supposed to witness, but we don't. Therefore, we don't need the Holy Spirit. We don't need him to empower us. We don't need him to equip us. We don't need the Holy Spirit to give us the right words and the right tone and the, and the things to do. We can handle what life throws at us. We can handle the situations that we put ourselves in. So therefore, we don't experience the Holy Spirit because we don't need him. The way we live requires no supernatural help and no supernatural power. The next reason we don't experience the Holy Spirit is we're concerned with what other people think. We don't want to come across as super spiritual or weird. We, don't want to, we just want to blend in and not be thought of as extreme. I'm thankful for A.W. Tozer's How to Be Filled with the Holy Spirit. It's helped me understand how I can tap into the power of the Holy Spirit in my everyday life. First thing that we've got to do. You and I have got to make sure that Jesus is in you and you are in Jesus. In 2 Corinthians 13 verse 5, Paul says, Examine yourselves to see whether you are in the faith. Test yourselves, or do you not realize that this about yourselves, that Jesus Christ is already in you unless, indeed, you fail to meet the test? So if you don't have a personal relationship with Jesus, you can't experience Jesus, the Holy Spirit. You can't experience Jesus, you can't experience the Holy Spirit. So I just want you to take a second to examine yourself to see if you are in the faith. Here's how you do that. The first question, have you made a decision to make Jesus your Lord and Savior? The second question to ask is, are you following Jesus? These two questions go hand in hand. I don't see in Scripture these two questions separated. Jesus has to be your Savior and he has to be your Lord. Salvation does not exist without relationship with Jesus and acknowledging his Lordship. Trusting, this is just not the idea of trusting that Jesus is all who he says is, but are you trusting the entirety of his teaching? Are you submitting your life to what he taught? Salvation leads to relationship and obedience. So my question to you is, are you in the faith? The second thing you have to do to experience the Holy Spirit is you have to recognize the Holy Spirit as a living person. You cannot experience someone if you don't recognize that they are present. The Holy Spirit is a person living in a perfect, harmonious relationship with the Father and the Son. Recognize Him. Recognize His presence. Recognize His work in your life. Acknowledge Him like you do God, the Father, and Jesus, the Son. The third thing we must do to experience the Holy Spirit is to recognize the presence of the Holy Spirit in you. John chapter 14, verse 17, Jesus says, The Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him, you know him, for he dwells with you. He will be in you. Paul says it this way in Romans 8, 9 through 11. You, however, are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit, if in fact the Spirit of God dwells in you. Anyone who does not have the spirit of Christ does not belong to him. But if Christ is in you, although the body is dead because of sin, the spirit is life because of righteousness. If the spirit of, whom, who, of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ Jesus from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. Jesus and Paul both tell us that the Holy Spirit dwells with us and in us. Therefore, live like the Holy Spirit is there. He is there when you face temptation. He's there to help you. He's there to help you when you witness. The Holy Spirit is an ever-present help and gives you what you need. Fourth, honor and trust Jesus with everything. Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 and 6. Some of my favorite passages in all of Scripture. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. And do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will make straight your paths. You and I, we don't know it all. So we've got to quit trusting what we think is right. Quit leaning on ourselves and lean on Jesus and his spirit. When we trust everything we have to Jesus and follow his teaching, the Holy Spirit will be there to help us walk in the ways of Jesus. Fifth, we've got to commit to live a godly life. Say no to the ways of the world and live righteously. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 19 and 20. Or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God? You are not your own, for you were bought with a price, so glorify God in your, bo- your body. Purity, it matters. How you live your life matters. If you don't live according to the teachings of Jesus, you will go callous and hard to the leading of the Holy Spirit. Your heart will move toward becoming a stone instead of a heart of flesh. If you live according to the teachings of Jesus, if you live a life of purity, then you will experience the prompting and the work of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit lives in you, so live like it. Sixth, guard your thoughts. Romans chapter 8, verses 5 and 8 says this, For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh, but those who live according to the Spirit set their minds on the things of the Spirit. For to set the mind on the flesh is death, but to set the mind on the Spirit is life and peace. For the mind that is set on the flesh is hostile to God for it does not submit to God's law. Indeed, it cannot. Those who are in the flesh cannot please God. Philippians 4 says it a little bit different. He says, finally, whatever, finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. What you have learned And received and heard and seen in me, Paul says, practice these things and the God of peace will be with you. Think about God's stuff. Seventh, you've heard me say it over and over stay in the Bible. Stay in the Bible and have a teachable spirit. Eight, pay attention to the presence of the Holy Spirit, cultivate a relationship with the Spirit. Look at the book of Acts. They paid attention to the action and work of the Holy Spirit and experienced His guiding. They experienced His strength. They experienced His help. We need to look for the Holy Spirit and what He is up to and then connect to it. It will take some practice to know the presence of the Holy Spirit. So pay attention. Keep your eyes open. And when you see the Holy Spirit, when you sense the Holy Spirit move, act on it. In the next episode, I'll share some of my thoughts on the Holy Spirit today. might cause a little concern for some of you. Um, I'll look at what I think we get right and what I think we get wrong. Until then, I challenge you to think about what you need to do to experience the Holy Spirit more. Thanks for taking the time to listen to this episode of Pull Up a Seat. If you've not yet subscribed, do that now so you can get content as soon as it comes out. Also, please help us get the word out by sharing on social media and inviting others to pull up a seat. Until next time, grow in your relationship with Jesus and find one way to live intentionally for Him. See you next time when we pull up a seat.